Do you regret not choosing business as your college course when you were younger? Are you scared to start a business because you do not have a business diploma? Or do you believe that you need to be a graduate of a business program to succeed in business? Today, we'll be talking about the third of the five things they did not teach you in school about business that you should watch out for. Hi, I'm Mami Negosyo and welcome to Business Tips number 31. Welcome to the Business Pinoy Podcast. Our mission is to help women and men like you go from fear, confusion, and self-doubt to self-confidence and fulfillment by discovering, starting, and growing the best businesses for you in less than a year through our business coaching and mentoring programs. Here's your host, Mirna Tamatividad, your mommy negotiator. In the previous episode, I talked about the second thing they do not teach in business school, and that is the importance of numbers in a business and how your strategies must be based on these numbers. So here's the third one. In the five things they did not teach you in school about business that you should watch out for. Number three, how to start small and learn the skills first. Let me tell you a story. A few years ago, there was a mentee who came to me. He was a good-looking older man who smiled a lot, and he asked me if it was a good idea for him to start a hardware store. You see, he's just he just retired from the military and he got a few million pesos for his pension. So he asked my advice about investing it in a hardware store on the lot he owned along the highway. And I asked him, what do you know about running a hardware store? And he said, nothing mommy and then i asked him again i said what is your experience in doing business and he said that he had no experience his wife also had no experience because she has been a housewife since they got married as teenagers so i told him that well with your lack of experience and your old age i would advise you not to invest your retirement money in a hardware store Actually, it's the same advice I'd give to most retirees. 60 years old is not the best time to start a business for first-timers. It's like gambling with your retirement money. There's a big possibility that you lose all your money, all your savings, because at 60, our bodies can no longer take the stress that comes with starting a business. It's best to start before you turn 45. That way, you still have time to nurture and grow your business. But at 60, how many years can we still nurture and grow a business without being affected by the stress? What I tell retirees is to keep their hard-earned money and enjoy their retirement instead. Go travel, visit old friends and relatives, and then keep some money for your old age. We will need money for our maintenance medicine and other health-related concerns later on. So, back to the smiling military retiree. As we talked, I learned that his wife cooked the best pork barbecue that everyone loved. So I suggested that they start with a barbecue stand for 10,000 pesos and then grow it to 10 to maybe 20 stores. And this will not only lower their risks, but doing so will also allow them to learn how to do business step by step. 
and maybe later he will be able to put up his hardware store once he has already acquired the skills to start and grow a business. But the military guy became very sad. He kept nodding and saying yes, but he stopped smiling and then he left. Well, what happened? What happened was that he did not listen to me. He still put up his building as he planned and his hardware store as well. And last I heard, there was a for rent sign on the door of his closed hardware store. Yes, he failed. So, what's the lesson? Start small even if you have the money. Set aside the money until you already have the skills and experience in starting a successful business. So later, I heard that the military guy was embarrassed about putting up a barbecue stand. He felt proud that he had the money to put up a building and, and a hardware store. It was, for him, a symbol of achievement. A barbecue stall will be embarrassing to him when he looks at his friends and colleagues in the military. So he went with his pride and not his common sense. It's a pity that he did not listen to the advice of someone like me who has been there, who has failed so many times, and who can now guide him step by step to success. Two months ago, I met another mentee, another retiree, and he came to me because he was having trouble selling his cakes and bread. What happened? I asked him. Well, he said he was a baker on a cruise ship for many, many years, and now that he retired, he used his retirement pay and his savings to put up a bakery in his hometown. Because he was used to the sophisticated equipment on the cruise ship, he bought similar types of equipment for his bakery. And the problem was that the hometown, his hometown, was such a small barrio that the purchasing power of people there and their taste in food did not match the pastries that he made. He did not know how to bake the low-end bread and pastries that his barrio folks liked. Also, being a baker and running a bakery business are two different skills. So when he came to me, it was too late because his money was already invested in his bakery and it was impossible for us to make that business work anymore. If only he started right. Now, what is starting right? Well, first step in starting your business is to know your business calling. Now, after knowing your business calling, what is the next step, Mami Hen? Well, probably the baker's calling was actually to put up a bakery. But the next step for him, even before putting up, especially before putting up his bakery, is to find the customers first. Mr. Baker skipped this very important phase and it cost him his downfall. There are five steps in starting a business and you cannot skip a step or interchange the sequence of the steps. If we had talked earlier, if we had met earlier, he would have learned about the right thing to do and he would not have lost all his money. Because you can follow a system and process in finding your customer. Like in his case, he could have gone around his barrio first to find out if they are interested in buying his type of pastries. He could have baked some uh, samples out of his little home oven, right? And offered them around to see if they liked the taste and if they were willing to pay the high price. That simple process would have made him see the problem and it would have saved him from losing millions. 
But what he thought was that because he had money, he could build any business and people would just come to him. Well, he was wrong. So remember that big capital does not guarantee business success. Now, business schools teach students how to do feasibility studies to make sure that the business they are planning will be feasible for the moment and in the long run. But what they don't teach is that students should start small businesses first to acquire skills of starting a business and keeping it afloat before they can do it. And this is what I'm warning you against. Make sure to acquire the business skills first before investing all your savings in it. It's not just the knowledge from books, from memorizing definitions and enumerations, not knowledge from watching hundreds of YouTube videos. It has to be the business skills which you will only learn by doing. What if I'm an employee, Mami M? Well, you can start it on the side. Start a sideline or a side hustle. Start small. Now, if you don't want to start your own business, my next advice for you is to find a job with a small company. One where your immediate boss is the owner himself, not a big company where you never meet the owner at all. Look for a boss who likes growing his people. Look for someone who explains the things he asks you to do and teaches you how to do the things well. When you have direct contact with the owner, you will get to learn how they think, how they make decisions, and how they deal with people. And before long, you will have acquired the mindset that a successful business owner has. Now, but you may say, Mami N, small companies pay small salaries, and you are right. But how valuable is the direct training you can get in starting a business? That's priceless. It's something money cannot buy. Imagine, you are learning how to do business directly from a mentor while you are getting paid a salary. It's, like, it's just like going to school without paying tuition and getting an allowance in exchange, right? Now, one thing though I want you to remember is that I'm not asking you to learn from your boss so that you can compete with him by stealing his customers and suppliers. That is an ethical and it is bad karma. Besides, you will have a different calling than your boss does. So what you need to learn is just his business skills and his mindset, okay? So either start small or work for a small company. That's the lesson we have for this video. This is something that business schools don't teach you that you have to watch out for. So have you learned something in today's episode? If you did, can you please type the most important and striking lesson that you learned in the comments so we can learn from you as well. Please also make sure to share this video with a fellow aspiring entrepreneur, okay? Alright, and finally, join our community if you have not done so by clicking the links below to learn more. This is your Mami N, your Mami Negosyo saying, be business-minded. listening to the Business Pinoy Podcast with your host, Mommy Negosyo. Our mission is to help business owners like you start and grow profitable businesses and actualize your opportunities to serve and give to yourself and others. Are you a purpose-driven business builder? 
this is your personal invitation to join our online community, grow through our coaching and mentoring programs and live events. Go to facebook.com slash groups slash purpose-driven business builders for all the details. Thanks for joining us.